the way LinkedIn works, I could just crop to my face, but well, I'll still have your bald head. <laughs> Listen, just don't explain it, what it is, and then it'll be great. Battering ram forehead. Matt, Let's add in. me on LinkedIn. I added you. <laughs> Welcome to Brose. Takes a licking and keeps on ticking. <laughs> Hot. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros and Rose on an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everybody. On an audio feed reporting live from uh, Haddon Heights, New Jersey, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hello. And on an audio feed reporting live from Tallahassee, Florida, Mr. Tim Hansen. Florida man's going to get me. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Well, luckily, it records all audio separately, so it shouldn't be all skipped up like that. I don't know. I just assume that that's the way Tim talks now. Oh, okay. Okay. That is yeah, true. Tim, your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, that time was like the Pac Man dying sound. Like, Ouch. Uh, what's going on, guys? How y- how y'all doing? Hanging in there. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, yep. Pretty good. Just looking yeah. for face masks to buy. Yeah, Tim was. Uh, yeah, Rich was. Uh, was was uh, showing Tim and I a couple of face masks that he's looking to purchase uh, because Rich wants to uh, wants to you know prop- practice uh, proper health health guidelines at this point, uh, but doesn't want to shave his beard. No, I mean, I that don't. mask is like uh, no. he wants to rob a convenience <laughs> store, but yeah, whichever. A mask looking could cover like you know a third of your body. <laughs> it was very large. I need it to cover a lot because the beard poofs out so much. Yeah, I mean you could you know just like shave your beard. That's blast. So all of you who were like poo pooing when I accidentally shaved my beard, <laughs> yeah. who comes out on yep. top? Me. Yeah. <laughs> who comes out on top is this guy because I I don't have like the robust uh, the hair growing uh, gene that Rich does, and so I haven't shaved in weeks either, and it doesn't matter. Like it just <laughs> looks kind of like unkempt but it's not like out of control like i I don't have the kind of beard where it's just like a catcher's mitt for disease uh like where it's just like here it is here it is fly ball uh so uh, it's it just things just fly through it dude i i need to download my uh snapchat picture from today i had such an awesome mustache swoop i need to send it to you guys (laughs) the swoop the swoop yeah that's the thing like it's weird because like the health guidelines say you know, hey, uh, you know, as, as a result of, you know, the CDC put out, they put out like a table of like what facial hair was acceptable based on uh, based on their guidelines. Um, but also, if you're just inside all the time, I mean, the 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 the, the hibernation beards that are going to come out of this are going to be wild. <laughs> Have you guys seen a picture of Ben Roethlisberger, the Steelers quarterback? Yes. It's it, out of it's out of control. Isn't he it? looks like he was frozen in ice. And resurrected <laughs> this Neanderthal of a man. He's like frozen caveman lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's had it rough because he was hurt all year too. So it's just like, well, he's he was out all season and he has this now. So it's like, well, gee, he, he might not have legitimately shaved since September. <laughs> okay. So it's very I would, possible. I would like to I'm gonna tell you what facial hairstyles are are allowed. Because mm-hmm. it is only it's only like seven. Clean shaven. Okay. A soul patch. 
Fair. Side whiskers. So like mutton chops, but they can't be like Hulk Hogan. They can only be on the side. <laughs> a pencil okay. mustache. So you okay. can look like freaking John Waters. <laughs> the toothbrush, which is a Hitler mustache. The lampshade, <laughs> which is just a regular mustache. The Zorro. Is this real? Because the, there's also Wait. the the villain mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. love that. That's what it's called. Where, I where saw did that you before. find this list again, Sean? <laughs> I I found this on CDC.gov. It's real. <laughs> oh man! You also can't have a Fu Manchu or an English mustache or the Dolly, but you can have a handlebar yeah. mustache and a chevron and a painter's brush and a walrus and and the and the Zappa the Zappa and a walrus. You can have. Um, the whole, you can actually have a Hulk Hogan mustache, but it cannot connect to the rest of your facial hair. So you're saying is if you just leave your beard unkempt, hypothetically, if you just left your beard unkempt for weeks and weeks and weeks and just let nature do its thing, that's not what the CDC is recommending. No, they are not. They that's are not, not recommending that to be not, able to wear a filtering face piece respirator. That's not enough of a uh, face mask itself. The beard just covering up everything. Yeah, what yeah. if my beard was thick enough that it just prevented uh, the disease from going in and out of it? I mean, I think then you're good to go. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I would assume. You heard it here first in the Brose podcast, uh, the official the official uh, podcast of the CDC. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the podcast, the Brose podcast. <laughs> I'm here. Oh, God. Uh, available as always. In. On Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, Tune, and everywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. The premise of our show is to answer questions from you, the gentle listeners, about life, the universe, and everything. And we do it while sipping delicious glasses of rosé. If you have a question you'd like us to answer on the show, email it to questions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Uh, let's talk about our wines. Uh, I will go first. I am drinking... Uh, Bogle or Bogle Vineyards Rosé from California. Uh, it is a 2018 uh, vintage and bottled by Bogle Vineyards in Clarksburg, California. And it is quite good. It is a certified green. Uh, it's a sustainable uh, wine grower. So good good on them. Uh, this is a really good rosé. <laughs> uh, I, 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 uh, I, I really enjoy this one. Um, it, it's the Again, I, I mentioned this in the first episode that we did tonight. It's the only wine I've seen, the only rosé I've seen at least with white pepper as an ingredient, but it's there. Uh, and, and, and there is just a little bit of punch to it that I like. It's sort of undefinable for me. I don't know if it's the white pepper uh, or something else. But it is quite good. Uh, it is a nice mix of sweet and dry. And it is, you know, I'm going to say it. So far, it's my wine of 2020. Nice. Tim, what are you drinking? I'm drinking sweet and fruity rosé. It's massively mediocre. It's like you wanted to make something sweet, but also not taste great. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I got. Go Elizabethville. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sean, what are you drinking? Well, I am not drinking rosé because I'm, I don't know, I just didn't. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm drinking, uh, I'm sorry, I found a hair in my glass. I'm drinking Celtic honey, an Irish mm. honey liqueur, which is, um, it's crafted with natural Irish honey and Irish whiskey. It is very good. It's a good sip and drink. For after dinner, you'd want to relax, have a nice sweet. It's kind of like uh, Jack Honey, but Irish. Or, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Have you had the, the Dewar's uh, Highland Honey? No, is it good? I remember it being very good. Okay. The last time I had it was uh, Sea Isle. Last time we went to Matt's family's oh, place. Okay. Dewar's. Yeah, this is the whiskey to drink if you don't like whiskey. It sounds amazing, it's, and I'm kind of mad that I haven't gone out to the liquor store and gotten it myself. Mm-hmm. That's very good. And if you don't like whiskey, you can't be a friend of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go. Yeah, this is. Yeah, what do you think you were getting with the Bros A podcast? <laughs> a a non whiskey show. Get out of here, uh, Rich. What are you? What are you drinking tonight, Rich? I am drinking uh, Decoy uh, Rose Wine California 2018. Uh, it has a duck on it, and it's really good. I right. like it. I I'm trying Excellent. to find uh, tasting notes. I found it online. Uh, our decoy rosé was inspired by the great rosés of Provence. Uh, mm-hmm. Unlike many rosés, which are made of made as a byproduct of bleeding off juice from red wine uh, fermentations, the grapes for this wine were especially harvested at lower bricks to make a dry rosé. To further preserve the wine's beautiful aromatics, pure fruit flavors, and crisp, refreshing mouthfeel, it was fermented entirely in stainless steel. Mouthfeel. I, I like it. Um, okay. It's the only dry rosé I've had so far that I've really liked. Nice. Excellent. Excellent. That's good. We're, we're, we're doing pretty well tonight, it seems like, except for Tim. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sean, you have our second round of questions as well, correct? I do. All right. I had forgotten uh, that that was me, but I remembered and now I have them. I'm just going to give you a quick heads up. You also have the third round of questions. Okay. Do you so going to have to remind me? I'm going to forget. <laughs> That's just going to be the running bit for the next few months. Sean, you have Sean. the second one, right? You have the third one, right? Listen, it's, I, want, I want the listeners to know it's going to seem like a bit like I, I am forgetting but genuinely it's I am I know what's going to happen I'm just going to forget it's my job well, this is part of radio it's the, the theater of the mind it's blurring uh, reality and uh, and, and, and uh, bits we, we know what best bit of 2020 is going to be <laughs> what question be the, yeah the next like 25 years when we have to stay inside uh, what is our first question Sean our first question submitted by Listener Brian Everett. All right, Brian. This might not be allowed, but instead of a question, I'd like to offer a hot take. The premise, the premise should be uh, annoying and privileged suburban homeowners who quote don't like the taste unquote of their perfectly clean non lead laced tap water, and instead buy copious and wasteful turtle-choking amounts of disposable water bottles for their regular drinking water. Not even gallon jugs, the 12-ounce Johns. (laughs) It's not even like when you go away on vacation to another state where, yes, the water totally does taste different, so let's drink Aqua fucking Fina this week. Y'all live in this house forever, (laughs) and you're purchasing 96 water bottles a week to survive? Oh my god, Buttons, drink from the sink. I, 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 great, episode, a great episode of Brian's Bodega right here. Uh, so I want to I want to add in with Brian's Bodega two, not two of my two housemates both don't drink tap water and go out and buy flavored water because they don't like the flavor of regular water. 
That's some childish that's, nonsense. That's flavor of regular water. If I continue to talk about this, I'm going to get really loud and we're recording remotely at my house. <laughs> they may come down and chill. But yes, it's, I I completely agree with Brian Bodega's take right now. Listen, if it's just I'm, straight up bottled ha- water, okay, then Brian's all about it. But if we're going to get rag on people for flavored water, that's a different argument entirely. That's, I think I think I I... I'm not going to – yeah, I I think that's fine if they will pour the water from their tap into a bottle and then put like the Mio. Do you remember those the little like drops <laughs> or even one of those things that yeah. you rip and you can make like yeah. one iced tea for whatever reason? Yeah. Yep. It's just – it's wasteful too but slightly less than a plastic bottle I, I would assume. So My that's wife brings fine. those to work. She, she has those little like uh, yeah. like those like light teas and they're like little powders and everything. Yeah. Like the like, lights. I used to buy the Mio because I drink nothing but water. So sometimes I do want a different flavor, but to go out and buy bottled flavored water is just, Mm. it just drives me nuts. If you're getting that in addition to regular water, like, listen, like if you want like sparkling water or so, like what kind of flavored water are they talking like, 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 fl- like, like artificially flavored, like LaCroix, or are you talking like stuff with like aspartame or sucralose in it, like I, those it's, artificial sweeteners? It's 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 like Dasani, well, not, probably not Dasani because Dasani sucks no matter what it is. Um, but like, wow, Poland's- shot across the bow at Dasani. Someone's salty. It's Dasani. It's got salt in it. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, like Poland Spring or or something has a flavored mm. water. Mm. And okay. I, I don't know how they make it. I personally do not like those kinds of flavored waters. Okay. I, I am I am halfway there with Brian's take. Uh, I don't think if somebody doesn't like like listen, if you live in an area where the t- the tap waters taste like crap, you can't just say, Well, no, it doesn't. And then somebody just goes, Oh, you're right. Now the tap water doesn't taste bad anymore. Like, listen, if it tastes bad, it tastes bad. Like that's the way it goes. If if your your solution to that is buying copious amounts of like tiny bottles of water, then maybe we have a different problem. Get a Brita filter, man. Like yeah. it, it at least will give yeah. me a better peace of mind. It's a little more reusable. Um, we have uh, we have a, a fridge that has a water dispenser there, but I had a Brita filter pitcher that I brought from my last home. Uh, and listen, even if it did, even if it's just a placebo effect and it just makes you feel like you're drinking cleaner water, fine. It's better than buying 35 count uh, spring waters all the time. Water, the flavor of water is dependent on its temperature more so than anything else. You can get the nastiest looking and the water. Fluoride. The fluoride, <laughs> the fluoride, the chemicals. <laughs> that, that that is that is just categorically an an, an inaccurate statement. Well, no, like my tap water would taste different if it's just from the tap or if it's cold mm-hmm. from the fridge. Like if if your water well, doesn't taste in the good same for- way that like that's that's why you put like cheap canadian whiskey in the freezer too yeah, like it that, kills that's the fl- true you're, you're correct it does kill the flavor but it doesn't necessarily mean it like it doesn't remove the fact that you've got like a weird like it's like alkaline in there yeah. or something oh, like the it, taste you got a of weird water chemical. is different based on a what's fucking in it <laughs> that mm-hmm. is still the larger contributor but you it's are a blank correct. Slate. if it's colder you are going to taste less yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh so i i like this listener sending in takes i actually i really like this <laughs> that I is want, I, I want to encourage, good take. i want to encourage this 
as long as it's not like like a really like listen there have been some bad takes on this show don't get me wrong uh but it, it has to be like within the acceptable realm of bad take yeah well, like yeah, not yeah. backing uh, into parking spots well we do have no, no, no that's a great that's take. A solid take there is a, a vetting process guys you know these that's don't true. just appear in front of us <laughs> magic Look, can you thank jake for reading these questions again please i will let's, let's okay. all remember that this is not the first take that's been sent in mm-hmm Alex has yeah, gotten two takes sent in. Alex doesn't have takes. He just has like jumping off the top rope of the wrestling ring <laughs> to body on slam me you yeah. for no reason. Just like just come out of nowhere. Uh, like the top brother rope. die. Yeah. It's been a while since we chatted. Your food taste sucks. Uh, but no, good take, Brian. I, yeah. I like this take. Good take. And I, I highly encourage our listeners to send in their takes. Yeah. Where would they I, send it into? Hmm. Just start uh, yelling it out of your uh, window. That was that was a time to say uh, brosequestions at gmail.com. Well, it was time to say what? Brosequestions at gmail.com? What, what was uh, that again? You mean B as in Billy, <laughs> R as in Rachel, O as in Octopus, Zay questions at gmail.com? <laughs> that sounds right to me. Dog Next question. You mean B as in by golly, that's uh, Robert Lozier. <laughs> Robert Loja. <laughs> Bravo, Romeo, Oscar, Sierra, Echo. <laughs> Sean, how many questions do in, we have left? He is we in, have, everybody, take a look at Robert Loja. <laughs> we have six more questions, guys. <laughs> What's the next question? And another episode. Uh, <laughs> okay, the subject. Okay, subject: COVID nineteen more like COVID nineteen. Question: In this Boom, new, <laughs> is this, this Charlie? New, it is Charlie Brim. <laughs> yes. In this new episode, in this new era of social distancing, human friends are out and animal friends are in. What shiny trinkets are you willing to trade for friendship with nineteen crows slash ravens slash blue jays? <laughs> Wait, wait a minute. Hold on. So, I think I think there was I a so I need, you, I need you to read like the whole thing again. Yeah, okay. Without laughing, if you can. I'll try. Wait, I lost where I was. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, what do you think okay. the typo was? I think it was supposed to be COVID nineteen, more like COVID nineteen. No, Cor- Corvid is the ornithology family name for crows. Oh, it's beautiful. I love that. That's so good. <laughs> or the, That's, uh, um, Corviday is the family name. That's that is very. Oh my God, Charlie, you're so much smarter than me. In God. this new era, okay. So the question: In this new era, and so are you, Tim. In this new era, thank you for explaining that to me. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'll get here. I'll get there. <laughs> Sean, what's our next question? <laughs> okay. So, in this new era of social distancing, human friends are out and animal friends are in. What shiny trinkets are you willing to trade for friendship with 19 crows slash ravens slash blue jays? Is there like family? a meme or is there some significance behind the 19 crows? No, it's uh, he Corvid. starts out with COVID nineteen, more like COVID nineteen. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay, now I'm following. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. so, so, what shiny <laughs> objects do we have that we can trade? I've got a. I have this. I, be- I have this bell. Ding. What do I, I have? have a uh, dice bag full of coins. Ooh. Mm. I have a bunch of shiny dice. 
in my dice, dice bag. Ooh, now, also some pennies. Dude, dice are <laughs> dice are more valuable than anything else. You don't want to sell dice. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm going to say something sad here. I have four uh, stainless steel uh, tumblers for Rosé that aren't going to get used for a while. Uh, uh, Yeah, we each have our own tumbler. uh, I've got a box full of three of them for three crows. I've got a box full of staples. It's within arm's reach. It's in the office. So I think that gets you like a third of a crow. Well, shit. Uh, Then I guess Ah. it's going to have to be shiny coins or... uh, a gold chain that I never wear. So it might take a few birds to pick each one up, but I have six Marvel mini cans of uh, Coca-Cola. I won a contest Ooh. and got one. They're each faced with a different Marvel character. Mm-hmm. So I have six of those that I could probably trade. It might uh, take mm-hmm. a few crows to pick that up, though. I'm, I'm also picking mm-hmm. my bird. I picked the Western Jackdaw because that name sounds cool and I've never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Western Jackdaw. Yeah, it's a- <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, this is this is actually an old Adam Carolla bit on his show where he said he didn't need security; he just needed an attack crow uh, because he was the crows are apparently remarkably intelligent for being uh-huh. a crow. Oh, they are uh, absolutely. And, you know, they can remember, they can remember faces and things like that. And so that was his thing was like, instead of security, I'm going to walk around with an attack crow. Uh, so I, I would give significant, uh, I would give my bell, uh, the, the rosé bell. Uh, I would give, uh, whew, what else in here? To get a nice, uh, like a, a well-trained attack crow. Looking around the room. <laughs> 19. Now, just, 19. Yeah, to get 19, a, fl- a fleet of attack crows. A murder. I know it's a murder. I know it's a murder but it's actually a fleet Tim. A murder wrong. of murder um, crows <laughs> yeah a mur- no a fleet of murder crows tim jeez will you read a book for once um, no um, reading so, is hard <laughs> uh, um, uh i would give uh my bell and all of tim's staples and tim you're gonna have to find something else i'm sorry <laughs> god damn it tim if reading is hard i have an awesome batman book you can read that'll help you learn <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm not to help you lose your faith in humanity. Yeah. Too late. Uh, but I am legitimately <laughs> interested in reading that book when you're done. Oh, I'm already done. It was so good. Weird. Um, <laughs> if you could wrap it in a bunch of Clorox wipes <laughs> and mail it to me, that'd be great. I'll see what I can do. That'd be dope. I would uh, not. I, I would, would be- not. There would be no shiny things. I don't like birds. Nineteen is oh, too no. many birds. I could deal with like one raven, 19 ravens. I don't think I could deal with. So, so sorry. What if we changed it to like squirrels or some other form of like rodent like that? Well, then it defeats uh, the purpose no. of the question and it being yeah. Corvid 19. Yeah. You are losing the spirit of the question, Rich. Yes, yeah. we have to follow the spirit of the question and I would trade nothing. I would rather die. <laughs> have, betray the, the yeah. dignity of the brose question you would rather live a lonely life than have 19 bird friends truly truly i would it's too many i couldn't handle it <laughs> well so you ever seen rick and morty you never fuck with squirrels Mm-mm. never no, no never. <laughs> i'll take your word at it Anyone? Anyone? It's from Rick and Morty. You never, I've never you watched the season like four. Tim, you don't remember this, right? Yeah, like, uh, no, it's from season three. The Morty's Mind Blowers. 
when he pisses off the one squirrel. And then all the squirrels come after him. They have to leave. You don't remember. I cannot believe you don't remember this. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. Go watch Morty's Mind Blowers. You remember they, they had to change. Um, they had to change realities because Morty pissed like had to. So they had to change realities because Morty pissed off one squirrel, and then there was like a squirrel revolution, and like more like Rick couldn't figure out a way out of it, so they had to leave to another dimension. Fucked here because you hear these damn squirrels. <laughs> okay, listeners, for more more of those hot Matt incredulously. Oh, I do remember this. I cannot believe an, an I do you remember told this. me about this show. Listen, that doesn't mean I remember every minute of every episode. A lot of weird, random shit happens. This has been the worst minute of content that we've ever put out. I would, I would, I would agree with you. We, we have so many. Let's, let's, all right. So we'd all give varying amounts of shiny stuff, uh, except for Sean, who wouldn't give anything shiny for 19 crows. No, I also apologize to Charlie because that joke is so good. And I appreciate yeah. it so much. And I did not do none of us did it any justice except for Tim, who was the only person. And maybe Richie. You do it like right away. <laughs> so, yeah, he got it. So the reason I knew it was Charlie is because it started out with a COVID joke and then immediately went to something else. And <laughs> I played uh, Munchkin with him over Google Hangouts and Tabletop Simulator over the weekend. He's like, oh, I put in questions and I, was, and I broke my own rule. And we were talking about how. Uh, like current events questions kind of don't work all the time because they won't hear them for three weeks <laughs> at most or yeah. at mm-hmm. least. Uh, so he's like, I broke my own rule. I was like, so you asked a COVID-19 question. He's like, kind of. <laughs> I, I feel I like COVID-19 is going to still be current. <laughs> events yeah, in two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's no, so like, oh, geez, what out? How about an out of date COVID 19 question <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> two weeks from now? Uh, Sean, what is our next question? Our next question, submitted by Amanda Hastings What was the last movie you saw in person, which I assume means in theaters? <laughs> and you know what it was? It was the Sonic the Hedgehog yeah, 100% movie. 100% was Sonic 2019, 2020, excuse me. Sonic yeah. 2020. 2020. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I went, I, it wasn't Sonic the Hedgehog for me. <gasps> You I went, boy. I'm sorry, guys. You but monster. I, I went so you went to the theater. Uh, so, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Really break this down. So, <laughs> after you saw the Sonic movie with us, which was like, what was it, mid-February when we did that? Yeah. Um, You went to see a Sonic movie. You went back to the theater again, and it wasn't just to see Sonic a second time? <laughs> Unfortunately not. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, but it was to see Onward. I went uh, on a date, and I saw Onward. I was supposed to see oh, that for okay. my birthday, and then we just didn't go. It'll be <laughs> on Disney Plus within like the next week or so. I'm so excited. My my wife has been uh, has been jonesing to see that, so we'll probably watch that this week. It was so good. I loved it. It Really? I was not sold on the trailer. The trailer looked like it was. uh, Yeah. Well, it might not be something entirely free. Like it's very D and D referenced. Ah, Okay. Mm -hmm. Very fantasy referenced as well. So, like Matt, I don't really know if you'll get it. Sean, you'd probably enjoy it. Tim, you're like probably. I'm already excited for it. Yeah, and it was just I I thought that like the voice acting and the characters were so well developed. I honestly started to cry a few times. Oh wow! Um, because wow. it it is also about like brotherly love, mm-hmm. um, and it's just like it's so mm-hmm. heartwarming and like it what it was like some like happy cries and stuff like that. 
Mm, like mm. I, I will probably watch it again once it's free on Disney Plus. See, Not most nice. movies you can tell like I'm gonna cry at some point, and at that point is where I say I will never fucking watch that movie. <laughs> I saw the trailer for mm. this, and I was like, I have to see this movie. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> mm. Yeah, uh, like I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but I will tell you guys when I cried after you see it because like, okay, okay, most mm-hmm. of you will probably cry, Sean. I think you're definitely going to cry throughout the movie. Okay. Let's listen. You're right. <laughs> I'm, I'm in, in real life, I am a really hard cry. Like in, in real human mm-hmm. interaction, it's very difficult. I don't think Mary, I don't think has ever seen me cry in like a, for like a real life thing, but movies, mm. I am an easy cry. I will yeah. cry mm. over. I have cried at work watching dogs re- be reunited with their military <laughs> owners mm. like it is that's where <laughs> yeah. i am in, I, in yeah. public <laughs> i teared up when iron man died yeah uh, Wait, iron I, man. Like, oh, fuck. I cried <laughs> i cried in in endgame when all the heroes came back because it was so cool so awesome oh man i was mm. like this is the coolest thing i've ever seen and i started crying and i'm not ashamed mm. of that i'm a little bit ashamed of that but it was like it was i i have that's one of the few times in a movie i've cried because i was so overwhelmed with emotions because i was like yeah. oh my god it's the culmination i was like so emotionally exhausted in endgame that i couldn't cry anymore <laughs> <laughs> um but i cry in movies but like it's it's there was if it hits me at the right time there's like random things that'll make me there was a you ever see those cartoons where like the the pet dies and like death comes and it's like it's time to go home pet there was one specific one about birds and the mama bird was like it was it was a anti uh pollution anti-littering anti like you know corporatism kind of of statement where the the mother bird is like bringing food for the baby but she doesn't you know it's birds so she bringing him trash and feed the bird trash is like I-, I feed you but you're never full and then the bird like my mama my stomach's hurt it was just it hit every note and i was like oh my god this is the saddest thing <laughs> And, and I just, I was, I, I literally, I legitimately like teared up reading it. And I was like, oh my God, this fucking cartoon about a bird. And like, it's just, it, all it is is like, stop littering. But it just it hits me right there. Oh my God. I, I said this once before on the podcast and I'll re-say it. When I went and saw Detective Pikachu before the movie, they had a trailer for A Dog's Life, the sequel to A Dog's Purpose. Oh, fuck no. Oh, man. entire trailer nope. because I knew just, there were several dogs that were going to die. I was crying. That's just grief porn time. at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, The Dog's Life and Dog's Purpose is just grief porn. Yeah. Like, it is getting off to knowing that it's going to make you sob during that movie. Yeah. Ha- have you ever read uh, Where the Red Fern Grows? No, you know I never did. Mm-mm. So really, we had to have Philip and James, or at least <laughs> one of those one of those years. It was required reading. It was the like the only book I ever actually read for that school. Well, I'll say this must be the only book I ever missed but, in uh, school. But I, but I got to the end and like I I just started bawling. Right. And it's like Sorry, right, the, right the bell to signify Tim crying during the rare the red for ingress. <laughs> Tim's crying. We have to drink. <laughs> oh. uh, no, I did not. No, I did not read. I didn't know it was that sad. Oh yeah. 
I mean, the, 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 yeah. the, the oh, book man. in general is a very, oh, yeah. I thought it was a very good book at the time, but the end, oh, don't you know, it made me cry so much and you can, oh, oh gosh, oh. gee golly, oh gosh, gee golly. Yeah. Don't you know? Oh man. I was, yeah. a, I was a real wreck. Oh, oh, that's, man, a, that's a real bummer there. Oh, the waterworks. Oh man. <laughs> I was just a set of waterworks and I was just like, oh golly, I'm being such a mess. Let me tell you about them ferns. <laughs> <laughs> so red he's so red <laughs> and it could have been so much more okay so next question what's <laughs> crying by the way I'm reading the, uh, the IMDB and it says where the red fern grows is a great book about the adventurous story of a young boy and his dream for his own red bone hunting dogs set in the Ozark mountains during the great depression Billy Coleman works hard and saves his earnings for two years to achieve his dream of buying two coon hone pups <laughs> It probably didn't help that I had a beagle at that point. So the entire time I'm reading that book, I'm just picturing my dog. Uh, That's a shame. That's a big oof. Uh, That's a big big, big time oof. uh, We'll we'll move it. We'll move it on then. So thanks, Amanda. The last movie we saw was Sonic. But if you want to know more about our crying. (laughs) Tangent. What's a Tangent. Yeah, that's a big time yikes right there, guys. You can you can obviously tell that we're all getting stir crazy and missing each other because of these tangents. And I, this is going to make the show. On theaters, well, the last time that I cried uncontrollably, <laughs> it's about two hours ago. <laughs> two hours ago, when I looked at like my cabinets, and I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> "What's our next question, Sean?" Our next question is. If there were an office Olympics, what sports would be played? Who would you want to? Com- who would you want commentating on the sports? Submitted by Molly Craig. She asked this question at lunch like a week ago. This is not the office, the TV show. This is just your office. This is your right? office. Any, any office, yeah. Okay. Any it would office. be okay. which was from the office. Um, mm. There but- would be. It would be races backwards in office chairs that would be like like the 100 meter backwards office chair sprint mm-hmm. i would assume yeah mm-hmm. um okay i like my, that my office actually does a quote relay race but it's not mm-hmm. really a relay race because it's only one versus one each race um mm-hmm. and people cheat but you can do that i guess <laughs> <laughs> who cheats you the best relay race. Yeah, pretty much. Who cheats the best? I would. So we also had an office Olympics at my at my old job. Uh, heaven knows if we'll do it at, at my current position, but at uh, at my old uh, company, we did have an office Olympics. And the only acceptable answer is office cornhole, Ooh. Uh, because it involves the because it's it's just enough skill because it's like a like a pub game. It's just enough skill where you like you actually need to have some skill to do it. But you can you know there's a requisite amount of trash talk. Like it, it's got everything you want. Where anybody could do it, like it's not like you know trivia. Where okay, you know there's people who just aren't good at trivia, or you know it's not like like kickball or softball or something. Where if you're 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 not particularly athletic or you just that's not something that interests you, then you're out of it. Cornhole, pretty much anybody just swing your arm and just chuck it. Um, And there's a ton of trash talk. It's great. Uh, And my answer for the broadcaster would be Joe Buck. 
because uh, Joe Buck gets Joe Buck gets a lot of shit as a as a national broadcaster, but I actually really I, I genuinely like Joe Buck as a broadcaster. And over the last couple of weeks, if you go to my my wife actually pointed this out to me, if you go to Joe Buck's Twitter feed, people have been sending him pictures of or, or videos of like them and their kids or them and their family doing like weird athletic stuff. And Joe Buck has been taking the video and putting his color commentary or not his, uh, his play-by-play over them. Awesome. And it's really good. Uh, so I, I highly recommend it. Go to, go to it's at buck B U C K on Twitter. Uh, so yeah, cornhole uh, announced by Joe Buck. Uh, I would mm-hmm. do, um, we, <clears throat> what, what, I don't, I don't know what game we would do, but I want John Madden to color commentate. <laughs> oh. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so yeah. there during this corner, this guy just throws that big old, big old, big old, big old bag down there and it just slides down the hole and boom, 10 points. Exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, we actually, when you talk about guys who win at cornhole, you're talking about this guy right here. <laughs> we did an office olympics and one of our games was alcohol free obviously uh flip cup <laughs> i'm glad you pointed that out otherwise it's like the office full of drunks like just doing flip cup at the you office know, we we were we were told by our uh supervisor that if we go out to lunch we're allowed to have at least one or at most one or two drinks like they told us that at our office too and i i never got that in writing i assume that was just like an urban legend where it's like you can have up to two beers at lunch yeah uh, and i was like i'm not testing this out i i i I know how bad I am at my job on a given day. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to be like, you know, a couple, two, yeah. three sheets to the wind no, yeah, uh, yeah. during my job. So you need all this like, up, though. They were just like, don't come in sloshed and, and, yeah. and be able to do your work and you're fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Office Olympics, man. I like John Madden doing the Office Olympics. <laughs> I'd pick uh, Merrill Reese. Oh, okay. yeah. That'd oh, be yeah. my guy. I love him. <laughs> Tosses the bag. It's good. <laughs> if if we could pick somebody who is no longer living, I would say Harry Callis. Oh yeah, Harry Callis. oh uh, Harry Callis is a great pick. I would go Vince Scully, the Dodgers broadcaster. Okay, yeah, because Vince Scully because Vince Scully would um would go off on a tangent and do like a bunch of stories. Like his thing is always like uh like Kershaw with the pitch and that's a ball. You know, the the Soviet Union uh broke down in the late eighties because communism just simply does not work in this country. And I actually had a chance to talk with Pedro Feliciano about this. Swing and a miss, strike two. Uh Feliciano had strong opinions about what communist Cuba had to say and Kershaw strikes out the side. Uh we'll go to the top of the fifth. It, it was it was always that like seamlessly weaving in some like weird like story that had nothing to do with anything this is what i miss most about there being no sports is uh baseball the best podcast to listen to while a sport is on like (laughs) i I want that again (laughs) this uh tom mccarthy the phillies guy the new phillies guy how about that uh what's our next question sean our next question uh submitted by siobhan keller um, oh hi siobhan she she's been like steamrolling through our broadcast she's a childhood long time, long time first time yeah long time she's a childhood time. childhood friend of uh martha's best friend and nice also daughter of one of my first managers so that's like weird oh, weird coincidences Big shout out to siobhan then thanks for thanks for writing in 
Um, what, if anything, are you doing to help your community during COVID-19? For example, helping make anything for medical staff, ordering food for local food banks, checking in on neighbors, etc. Hope you're safe and healthy. P.S. Hi, Martha and Tim. <laughs> See, there I don't is. know who Martha is. She's not part of the show. I don't know Tim. Who's Tim? Yeah. Yeah. Who's Tim? He sounds like a real dick bag. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start this because it's going to kind of be part I know of who Tom is. <laughs> Tom Hansen, yes. President Tom Hansen. It, Sorry, it, go ahead, Rich. But it's going to be part depressing note because I, I was, if you didn't listen to last episode or haven't uh, keyed in, I think I mentioned it once or twice. I was laid off today, the day of the recording. Um, mm. Had I not been laid off and still had a job when we got the stimulus check, I was planning on giving it a, a good, a, a, at least like two, three hundred bucks towards food banks. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point, because I'm out of work, I think it would be better served holding on to it just in case. And then that's the hard part about it is, is a lot of people who are getting, you know, the, either the stimulus check or a lot of people like, I think there are a lot of people who want to give to their communities financially. Um, but because there is so much uncertainty or in, in some cases, so much certainty about how bad things are going to be. Uh, I think, you know, people are, are rightfully hesitant to be like, well, I'm gonna give a whole bunch of money because, you know, they you could walk in the office tomorrow and, you know, walk out without a job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's it's tricky. Um, yeah. But OK, so so you, were, you give to a food bank. That's what possibly. I, I wanted to do? do. I wanted to do that. But at this point, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to delay. I'm not very good making things. I have these sausage fingers mm-hmm. that are only good at making food. So I can't mm-hmm. really do much else of making masks or whatever. So I'm just. I'm kind of in limbo of what I want to do to help the community. I'm, I'm going to take a crack at the masks thing. So, uh, Sean, actually, your 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 wife, Mary, uh, a compiler of questions for this very show. Yes. Uh, sent over a a uh, uh, was it tracing or a oh, sketch like a of oh, what? Yeah, the template of uh, of how to make a mask. Mm-hmm. And um, and I decided this is one of the things I alluded to it in the last episode, twenty seven one. Um, you know, my wife is is working at a hospital in Philadelphia. And so she's directly impacting uh, patients on a day-to-day basis. And so, you know, I, you know, sitting here, thumb up my ass, trying to think of what to do. Uh, this is like the one thing I'm like, okay, I could learn to do this, develop a skill and potentially, uh, you know, make something that's worthwhile, but, you know, make a mask for me, make a mask for my wife, and then maybe donate two of them or, or give them to, to loved ones or something like that. Um, so that's what I'm going to attempt to do. Um, I will have to think of something if that doesn't work out because uh, my sewing skills are, um, uh, to use a layman's terms, non-existent. <laughs> uh, they don't they don't exist in its present form. The last time I sewed anything was with a sewing machine in seventh grade home economics. So uh, I'm going to take a crack at it. It's something that I've wanted to learn how to do anyway. So this is sort of like a, you know. Build your, you know, build up a skill, you know, work your brain a little bit, work your your fine motor skills, of which I have little, uh, and maybe do something for the community. So that's my my intention uh, this weekend is to start doing that. Nice. How about you guys, Tim, Sean? I mean, currently I'm doing nothing, but I am also <laughs> going to... <laughs> to look into you're, here's the thing the four of us are practicing social distancing as much as we're able to and that's a big part of it to be honest yeah. like that's that yeah i go to work every day as I much as you can with, like i said as much as 30 people minimum every day and they're not the <laughs> same 30 people hmm well, uh, again, this is as much as you're – listen, if you were allowed to work from home, I my guess would be that you would be working from home. Correct. And currently it's yeah. uh, like 
I mean, if you've got a reason to work from home, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're, yeah, yeah, you gotta get down in there in those debt mines. Yeah, but hard hat and light and everything. I, I am mining fam- that debt, <laughs> right? I am familiar with sewing, uh, so I'm probably going to look into making some masks. Mm-hmm. At least mm-hmm. experiment making some for Martha and myself, because uh, we don't have anything right now. Uh, and then possibly look into doing that for some sort mm-hmm. of donatable cause. But they are accepting pretty much anything. We were talking about this before. They're pretty accepting, you know, at most homemade masks at this point, just because they're they're so short. So um, Martha's is probably going to be Stitch, and mine is probably going to be uh, Little Foxes. Nice, nice. They should very surreal. It's a very surreal experience getting the fabric because Joanne's fabrics uh, around the corner from my house is um they're not they they don't let you in the store you have to like if you order online you have to call them when you get there and they will bring your order out to you curbside it's a very surreal experience um but that that is awesome any opportunity if you're able to do it like tim is or martha is uh you know absolutely give it take a crack at it worst case Mm -hmm. the worst thing that can happen is that it doesn't work and you know you have to throw some fabric out you know best case scenario you wind up with something that's helpful for you and your family or maybe you donate to a hospital somewhere Mm -hmm. yeah Except yeah. for somebody like me who has a big beard and doesn't want to shave it, <laughs> then you just don't you go outside. Like a three, yeah. I mean, at get like point, a th- I'm, I'm probably get like not a three yards of uh, fabric. Get three yards of fabric. <laughs> you just get like a, make a huge one. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that might be gr- that might be good for you. Instead of trying to find like a big one and paying a bunch of money for it, it might be better. Just like, hey, get like three yards of fabric and try to wrap <laughs> it around. Make yeah. yourself a balaclava. <laughs> Listen, you <laughs> do not need three yards. That is a lot of fucking fabric. <laughs> I, from someone have who's you seen made Rich's mo- beard lately? Listen, do you know how many blankets I've made? <laughs> <laughs> I know how many blankets you've made. You sewed a very nice blanket for my for for my wife for a birthday a couple years ago, Princess Tim. Um, but uh, I, I'm just saying, like it, it's been two and a half, three weeks since uh, since we've seen Rich. It's very possible that things have just gotten completely off the deep end with that beard. <laughs> yeah, oh, it definitely it's it's terrible. It's amazing, <laughs> yeah. but it's terrible. Um, I think what I might do is get one of those. Like I was sending you guys before we were recording this episode, sending you guys like like different kind of like full cover face mask for like dust and stuff. I might get a reusable face mask for like the the, the hospital ones, and then as well wear that just to have the double protection because I don't have the full coverage because of the beard. Beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beard, 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 beard. I just realized I still have that princess fabric, so that might be one of my masks. <laughs> princess mask, let's go! Yeah. Uh, uh, any other thoughts on this? I, I, no, I, I mean, I think I'll, I'll probably I'll help Mary make the masks as much as I can. She she did get a sewing machine, so it's mostly going to be her. Maybe I can like package them or something. But I think yeah, for the average person who doesn't have the skills to be able to put together a mask, I think just doing your level best to maintain social distancing yeah. and kind of mm-hmm. just just stay home, like yep. stop having parties. It's, it's, it's wild. I was, so I went out today. I went to a field by myself to just get some exercise. And another man came and was playing soccer and we stayed really far apart. Like we waved and he went and he played soccer, like, you know, 20, 30 feet away from me. And we were just both there. But then these two old dudes separately came and just walked up to each other, like shook hands. I don't think they knew each other, but it was, it's just like, guys, 
Mm-hmm. Come on. Like, you can yeah. talk to each other. You don't have to, like, make out or whatever. Like, <laughs> just walk Man, your dogs. Just, well, I was going to be like, yo, dude, stop making out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but, like, for real, like, you guys are the reason yeah. that we are trying to keep distance from one another. Mm-hmm. You two yeah. specifically, stop. Just yeah. take a fucking breather and we will get through this and then you can make out again or whatever <laughs> yeah just put your dicks away and please just stay inside and take your dick you out you don't need your we'll dick out to walk your dog sir <laughs> i'm sorry that you're really not broken. doing it right no man. reason yeah it's, there yeah. we go Sean, Sean is just like, guys, I'm the only one with two dicks. Stop showing your single dick. (laughs) You're embarrassing yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, How many questions do we have left? Uh, Thanks for the question. Uh, Was it Siobhan? Siobhan. Yes, Siobhan. Great, good question, Siobhan. I hope we we did it justice. Uh, How many questions do we have left? We have two more. All right, let's get it on. So Amanda Hastings asks... What are you grateful for today? Breathing. Yeah, health. Yeah. yeah. That's I'm, me and my wife's health. I'm grateful that I have my I'm grateful that I get to that I'm going through this with my wife and kids because mm-hmm. I I imagine like we were all lucky the three of us that we have people in the houses with us. Cause I cannot imagine what it would be like to be alone right now. You know what I mean? Like to just yeah. to old, to the only interaction you have with anybody is through like a phone call or a zoom meeting or whatever. Yeah. So I'm grateful that I have my family with me. Also that I, you know, my job is mostly unaffected by all of the stuff mm-hmm. that's going on and probably will remain. So, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah, that's one of those things. Not to, to rub it in 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 anyone's face, but like, listen, I've, I'm I I really genuinely am blessed and 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 very you know grateful for the fact that I that as of now, knock on wood, my 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 employment is still unaffected. Um, even if the circumstances are not ideal as far as like the work from home and everything, like, listen, I've, I've you know the, the paycheck's still coming in. Um, I, I'm very grateful for that. I'm grateful for my wife that that she is working. I'm grateful for my wife that she is she's tireless and in, in, in working, you know, in her, in her role in, in all of this. Um, and, and as of now, I'm grateful for, for both of our health. I mean, we're, we're both, you know, we're both 30, you know, we're both 30 years old. We're in relatively good health. Um, and you know, we're not in that, that range of things, you know, we, we have family and friends who are in the, in the 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 demographic in the at risk demographic that we are very concerned for um but you know you, you find your silver linings where they can and it's like hey listen we know a bunch of people who aren't or who are healthy we we ourselves are healthy at this point and you know so just you know take those small victories and go along mm-hmm. how about you yeah. tim I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm I'm strong I'm, bit, strong I, bit. I'm, <laughs> what's a bit? Uh, <laughs> what's a bit? Who are you people? <laughs> Why am I here? Who am I? Um, I'm bite. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm legitimately thankful for my health, my family's health, and that. I mean, that that I can currently still have a job. I would prefer to be working from home, which may end up being a possibility. Um, 
but I'm not. I'm not complaining that I have to go to work every day. I eh, kind of, but I'm thankful that I have a job. When I go into work, it's not like fuck you for making me come into work. It's like I mm-hmm. kind of get it, kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I know people are have been massively affected by this, and I'm thankful that that has not. I mean, Martha is not working and she also has not been able to hear back from the unemployment offices because they're fucking getting destroyed. Slammed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's six million, six million people filed for unemployment this week. But even if we have to wait a couple weeks, a month, will it be optimal? No. But will we be OK? Yes. So I'm mm-hmm. thankful that we have enough of a cushion and that we will be able to maybe not thrive but survive this and that mm-hmm. everything will hopefully end up fine mm-hmm. how about yep. you rich um as, uh, along with all of you guys my health safety of my family my friends and everything else as well as um the america cares act because along with mm-hmm. martha i am one of those people that now have to rely on unemployment insurance because i was just like oh due to this craziness mm-hmm. that we're going through right now mm-hmm. and with with the cares act and the additional six hundred dollars per week uh on top of whatever i would normally get for unemployment it helps cushion the blow enough to where i could survive the next four months and hopefully be able to find a new job within that time mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, I, and i imagine if if god forbid this this thing extends you know, far further than, you know, normal like benefits would, would encompass. I, I would imagine that, that those, those benefits would get rewritten at some yeah, point. Yeah, like I, eventually it's gonna be like, yo, Hey, if we're, if we're continuing to shut down the economy effectively for the next four months, yeah, uh, there, there's going to be more legislation besides just the cares act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I have a feeling, or I've, I've seen a lot on Twitter and such, especially I've followed uh governor Murphy and he's been saying that they yeah. are working on additional bills that need to be written beyond yeah. the CARES Act that we have now. So, yeah. like, the fact that they were able to get the CARES Act passed as fast as they did, mm-hmm. even though it was pretty damn slow, was astonishing. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, I am thankful that the government actually agreed on something for once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I will say for New Jersey specifically, it is a little bit – this is, like, the, the, the 95th most important thing um, – but New Jersey, you know, you know, uh, our our big wet president Donald Trump uh, said something in. Uh, they they asked him for comment about like uh, you know what other actions could be taken. And I think he, a very off the cuff comment. He said something about quarantining like Massachusetts, New York, and New Jersey. Yeah, and New Jersey is getting a lot of like rope in because of the North Jersey section of the state because it's so it's basically New York. Yeah, um, and like not that there's no problem down here in South Jersey and the Phil- in the more Philadelphia region of the state, but it's not. It, it's not nearly the like you know the the set the central point of of coronavirus that New York is right now, and yet they're like, well, we could quarantine the whole state. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, like that's a, that's basically like a whole other state up there, like in, <laughs> yeah, yeah. in North Jersey. Like, I'm not planning on like crossing state lines in the next couple of weeks, but like, hey, maybe we could rein it in just a little <laughs> bit for South Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's all. That's my Phil Murphy take. Also, he <laughs> believes in Central Jersey, Rich. So I, I don't know. I'd, ca- I'd caution any 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 handouts that you're getting from from Governor Murphy. He believes in a Central Jersey. I, you know, <laughs> he's doing as best he can right now. He's doing a good job, from what I can see. I'll yep. let that pass for now. 
Yeah, he's done so many great things. So many great things by by keeping our state safe and also acknowledging the existence of Central New Jersey. <laughs> no, like me Absolutely and him correct. have a talk. We will have a talk. I'm gonna get mm-hmm. in touch with um um uh, uh Corey Booker as well, and me and him are gonna go talk. No, man, Corey knows what's up, too. Corey definitely knows what's up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is our last question, Sean? Yeah. Um, our last question submitted by Matt's mom. What are Ooh. your strategies for de- developing new habits like incorporating exercise or meditation or different productivity practices into your life? Have they been effective slash permanent? Whatever it is, just give yourself a tasty cake cupcake at the end. <laughs> and then you'll do it. Wait, that doesn't help me. That mm, makes it no. worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, only if your habit is eating tasty cake cupcakes, because then it's just a never-ending cycle down the drain. But like if I go jogging and I need a tasty cake cupcake, I'm shitting out I'm shitting like crazy for the next two weeks. And my stomach hurts. And two weeks. Uh, oh, oh, okay, because of the gluten thing. Okay. Gluten, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just out of nowhere. He's <laughs> like, oh, that buttercream crimpet is just like <laughs> running through me. I might be uh, lactose as well. You don't know. <laughs> I don't. Uh, so, what what, what uh, habit enforcing uh, rules? Uh, what what has typically worked for you guys? Um. um what is the guy? It's like what, like fourteen days until, or is it longer than that? That that something becomes a habit. I don't. I don't remember. I know what you're talking about, but There's I don't a certain number remember. of days, and yeah. I can't remember it either. <clears throat> um, for me, it's mostly like talking about it. If I talk to enough people about it, like, oh, I'm going to start jogging, I'm going to start doing this, and like have people make me accountable for what I'm saying I'm going to do, that turns it into something I actually decide to keep doing. That's good. That's good. When when I was doing the couch to 5K, uh, however many years ago, I had a buddy who like would always take me out jogging and try to help me lose weight. And he he was the one who was keeping me accountable. Like, did you go out today? You got to go out today. And ever since, like, I dealt with everything with my first dog uh, getting sick, I was like, I've kind of stopped that and I want to get back into it. But I don't have that person keeping me accountable for what i need to do it should be me and i'm not blaming anybody else for my shortcomings but like it's not very helpful for me to like not have somebody pushing me to do it an accountability but accountability buddy i love that term tim i love it oh i definitely didn't coin that that's absolutely like any of the gym or weight loss stuff that I have ever looked at in the last like six years, it's on every single fucking one because most people's issues is at, at least mine with any habit is I get bored. I'm just like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you are account being held accountable, because if you hold yourself accountable, you will let yourself get away with everything. But if you were being held accountable by someone else, then you kind of you you ultimately I think it plays on shame and you just like you are ashamed that you were letting this other person down. That's my view, but I am very pessimistic. Uh for me, it's literally just I need to decide for myself that it is a thing I need to do and what the end goal is. And at some point I'm gonna hit a point where I'm like, nah, I'm all right, and then I will stop. 
and then I will get to a shitty place and I'll be like, ah, I should start doing that thing again. And then I will do it and then I will stop. And that's just, <laughs> yeah. that that's me. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, what about you, Sean? Well, I just looked it up and it can take anywhere from 18 to 254 days for something to become a habit. <laughs> Depending on the person. But Unfortunately, it, it's an it only average- takes three days for the habit to break. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it, an average of 66 days is how long it takes to make something automatic. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think having a goal is good for me, but then it's not really a habit. Like, So I um, recently, full disclosure, to be candid for a moment, I started mm-hmm. taking um, antidepressants and mm-hmm. I have to take that every single day. Um, and that's a very hard thing to, to remember to do when you, when it's not like part of your head, like I'm not, I don't generally, I wasn't taking medication that frequently. You spent 30 years not taking this antidepressant every day. Well, even not, but not even like any kind of, I don't like, I'm not good about remembering to take a vitamin every day. You know what I mean? Like I don't Mm -hmm. have that kind of, I didn't have that kind of habit. So I put my medicine in a weird place that I have to go to every single day to take it and I have to take it with a meal, which makes it a little bit easier. Cause it's like I eat and then I go to that weird place. It's not like, it's just like I go to, I go to where it is. And then I like, I mentally can make note, like, have I been to where my medicine is? Like it's mm-hmm. something that's out of the ordinary, but it's just like, it has to be like a unique motion. So I remember that I've done it or have not done it. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's just something I, like I have a, a reminder in my calendar every single day. That's really the only way to do it is just to do it every day. Like you just really have to, for me, this is a different thing than like exercising. Cause like, if I don't do it, there's like mm-hmm. kind of an immediate kickback. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If I'm not, if I don't keep up with it, like my mood changes. So like yeah. with exercise, I feel like the the reward isn't always there, so it's so much harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's not an immediate thing. Uh, yeah, I I try to get things done as efficiently as possible. So like if I can, like if I'm it's something we're like working out, and it's like okay, if I just do this now, like you know, on my lunch break or during this like hour that I have, then I'll do it. But as far as like my 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 like what is like a best practice for for committing a habit. You know, it's, it's some combination of what Rich said, which is like publicizing it in some way, having somebody else to hold you accountable, whether it's a like a partner or a family member or a friend, uh, workout buddy, whatever it is. And, and it could be working out related. It could be taking medication related. It could be remembering to, you know, read for an hour a night or like in for, for forcing yourself to to do something else that betters yourself uh, to take like a study course or something like that. Um you know, it's some combination of them. I, I I don't have a specific act that that works for me. It's more just okay. If this is important, think about the goal and you know, repeat the action from there. Have somebody who knows about your goal, and that's about it. I, the other, the, the one thing I will say, but when regards to to something physical, when it, whether it's working out or just you know eating better or something like that, having an end goal in mind definitely helps me. That's that's what I will say. Um, a big reason why I, I started working out in the first place years and years ago was because Tim, uh, you encouraged me to, to do a savage, uh, savage race, a tough mutter. Yeah. Um, and knowing, knowing that I was going to have to run 13 miles and do an obstacle course and my fat ass was going to have to do that. Uh, I was like, okay, I got, I can't show up and just 
completely like screw the pooch on this. I have to show up and at least be able to finish this run. So having an, having something that holds you, having an event almost that holds you accountable helps me, uh, at least when it comes to working out. So that, that's actually a really good point of having an end goal and having a realistic goal. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh, my first interaction with it was leading up to my wedding. It's like, clearly I knew I wanted to lose weight. Mm-hmm. So I looked trim or as trim as this short little fat fuck can look. No. Uh, <laughs> you look, you look good though. Thank you. I appreciate it. You look I, like you're strong and potentially from the country. <laughs> <laughs> All of that pre-wedding weight that I lost, I have found, but that's besides the point. Um, but we're working with my sister-in-law who is like a nutritionist and health coach. Like she introduced me to the idea of smart goals, which is, um, simple, uh, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time or something, something along those lines. And it was like, Oh, that makes sense. Because it's not just a general vaguity. It's like, this is your goal. This is the time frame. Mm-hmm. And if it is this achievable, no, then you should revisit your goal to evaluate for what is actually achievable. Uh, and it's funny because since then, it has shown up at both of the jobs I've worked in the last six months. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, this is the thing we're doing. I was like, oh, I'm already familiar with this. This makes perfect sense to me. Because solidifying that and not just giving yourself that vague goal of like, here's the time frame, here are the metrics I'm being held to by myself or by somebody holding me accountable, whichever. It, 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 it makes it more manageable. It seems like less of a Herculean task and something that you can actually do. So Good. I wish I remembered what that actual smart thing stood for. I think I was right, but I may have just pulled all of that out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I think that that's a good collection of advice from from the lot of us as well. Uh, any other final thoughts on this? Just do it. That's to make a habit. You just have to commit to it. It's are it's, we sponsored by Nike? Can we say that? Are we allowed to say yes. that? It's it's we're, we're I probably quoting. said it at the beginning of like five episodes. Or, or yeah. are, we, it's, are we sponsored by Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, we're quoting the great Shia LaBeouf. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it, bro. Um, All right, so that's all the questions that we had, right, That is all of the questions. Anybody got a a closing thought or a take? Mm -mm. I've got one, if you guys are going to let me do it. Have at it. Please go for it, Matt. I have a take. We're going into Kaz's corner here for this take. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, my uh, yeah, my take is that Herb Alpert's actually trash. No. Um, here's my take. Um, if you're actively a hater of ketchup, you should leave the fucking country. Um, who hates ketchup? <laughs> So this is this is a growing like hipster foodie take. Like, mm, ketchup is actually like for children and for babies. And mm, we should, you know, everybody should eat fries with oil and vinegar and no no thing on your hamburgers. I've fucking had it. Listen, I as far as condiments go, ketchup obviously is a distinctive flavor. But look at the ingredients of, of ketchup versus you know, traditional substitutes such as mustard. Uh, ketchup, obviously, tomato and sugar. But you have basically salt, vinegar, and a variety of spices. 
If you look at mustard ingredients, it's mustard seed, of course, but it's salt, vinegar, water, and a variety of spices. You look at barbecue sauce, it's sugar, salt, vinegar, water, and a variety of spices. And tomato. Um, it's, it's just a collection of <laughs> it's onion powder, garlic powder, paprika, water, sugar, salt, and a variety of spices. It's all the same shit, man. Uh, it's obviously there's a different flavor to ketchup than mustard. Otherwise, people would get you know the same thing all the time. But this idea that ketchup is some like you know Americanized bastardization of condiments is ludicrous. It's ketchup. It tastes great. It's quintessentially American. There are only a couple of reasons that I can think that you wouldn't want ketchup. The first one is you're getting something that's inappropriate for ketchup. Like, obviously, nobody is nobody who's making the counter argument in favor of ketchup is going like, yes, you should get a New York strip steak and slather it in Heinz. No, that's preposterous. Of course, get a normal marinade for that. But what do you normally eat ketchup with? Hamburgers, hot dogs, French fries. You know, if, if your argument is, oh, well, ketchup is beneath me, it's like, you know, it, it's a it's a shitty condiment of something like that. I'm sorry. You're putting it on a hot dog. If the problem with your <laughs> fucking hot dog is the ketchup, I got bad news for you, pal. It's it's not getting any better if you just take it off and put like relish or salt and vinegar on it. And the only other argument that I could possibly fathom for not liking ketchup is Mm, it's too sweet. Mm, the sugar, it hurts me. Oh, the, so, the sugar, it's so the, the sweetness bothers me so much. That's again just a specifically the argument that it's for kids. Like that, that ketchup is a kids condiment. You know, kids get ketchup on their hot dog. Kids get ketchup on their French fries. Adults put I don't know, like olive oil on it or some shit like that. I'm sorry, but the the the, the, the fact that, that it's childish does not fly in this day and age where where you're you're allowed to be you know a kid in different aspects of your life in various ways. You know, it, it, the, show me somebody who says that ketchup is a kid's condiment, and I'll show you somebody who's laughed at 15 dick jokes in the last seven days. <laughs> like it's. There's no way. No, everybody's childish in their own way. It does. It, the, the idea that ketchup is childish is preposterous. It's a delicious condiment. It goes on what it's supposed to, and it tastes great. And if, if you if you don't like ketchup, if it's not something that interests you, fine. If you consider it a critique on American society, then you know what? I'm going to get jingoistic here. Get the fuck out of this country. <laughs> out of here. No collusion, no obstruction. <laughs> I, I do want to add for those people who think barbecue sauce is better than ketchup. Ketchup is the basis for a good number of barbecue sauces. It's the same stuff. You put on ketchup and mix it with other spices and you get barbecue sauce. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's preposterous. It's it's just uh, God, it's just it's a hipster foodie take. It is you know what it is? I hate using this word. It's virtue signaling. It is foodie <laughs> signaling specifically. It is telling the world when you tell people that ketchup is a bad condiment or that, you know, and, and ranch falls in this category as well. If you are out there on these streets telling people that ketchup is a, a commoner, a common man, you know, beneath you kind of condiment, you are just trying to tell people. I like sophisticated food. I like, you know, instead of ketchup, I have truffle oil on my French fries. <laughs> like you're not proving anything to anyone. Just put, you know, just get a freaking double, a double quarter pounder with ketchup and live your life, I, man. I, I just feel like you're attacking Smashburger now. Oh, uh, is that a Smashburger thing? Smashburger has the truffle oil fries. 
Listen, man, truffle. Listen, I won't confront anybody who likes truffle oil, but if the, your argument is like, oh, ketchup's beneath me, that's my problem. Like, oh, truffle yeah. oil is truffle oil. But also, if you, also, if you're putting truffle oil on hamburgers, you're like, that, that's, that's, you know, a bit of an overshot right that's, there. Yeah, like, it's just a flex. <laughs> chill. Yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> absolute down. flex. It's like it's like paying for your like it's like putting a hundred dollar bill into a vending machine. Like settle down. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, that's my take. It just was bothering me today. That's a great. Solid that's take. A, yeah, perfect take. I, I totally off agree. With take, everybody, you take it, take it, take you know, take take a dismount off of Mount Pius and and come down at the bottom and eat a hamburger with us. <laughs> uh, my Twitter handle is mkaznell. That's m k a s z n e l. Tim, what's yours? At Tim R Hansen. How about you, Rich? At B underscore Walnuts. And how about you, Sean? At Hey, it's SOB. The show is available at Brose underscore podcast on Twitter uh, or on Facebook at Brose Podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. And if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, you can email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks as always. To Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions. To Shannon Vogel for designing our world-famous logo. Uh, You can find her work at Shannon Vogel Photography on Facebook and on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. And you can listen to his work at the Free Music Archive. Uh, Rich, uh, plug PodQuest for us. Check out PodQuest, Nerdy nerdy Round Table. Hold on. Let me rephrase. Let me. Oh, here we go. We're nerds of the round table. We do what we have. I am really feeling it right now. I have to push the prime a lot. Check out PodQuest, the nerdy roundtable where we talk about news and what we did this week. This week, we are actually talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake because it came out on the 10th and not Mm -hmm. on the 3rd like I thought. Uh, I co-host the Keystone Coast to Coast podcast, which is back, baby, Uh, here to talk about all of the hot sports news. Boy, can't wait to open up ESPN and see what's going on in the sports world. Uh, We can't clear the rest. (laughs) So fun story. So I have um, uh, this is a bit of a uh, a gentrification flex. Uh, I have an Amazon uh, Echo show in our kitchen and I set it up. So if I tell it good morning, it'll give me um, uh, like a flash, like a flash briefing of news. So it'll start with like, you know. Uh, NPR and Reuters, and then it'll go to ESPN. Um, and the last one is is uh, like a, the history history dot com history fact of the day thing. And it's just been skipping the ESPN one for the Aww. last like week. And it's mm. it's sad, man. It's really sad. Um, but what's not sad is the Keystone Coast to Coast podcast with me and Eddie Provident, uh, where we talk about uh, sports lunacy uh, outside of the <laughs> sports that are on the field, of which there are none. No. Uh, <laughs> say goodbye. Say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Bye. 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 For for Rich Sweet and Tim Hanson, Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moose team. Jesus, that was loud. My name is Matt Gessner, reminding you to stay six feet the fuck away from me, you jackass, and be smart about being stupid. Social distancing, more like anti-social distancing.
Oh boy, I hate everyone. In the words of Ludacris, step back. You don't know me like that. <laughs> Get back, motherfucker. Y'all don't know me like that.